Are you looking for something different to experience with friends, family, or coworkers? How about the world of whiskey? Jeff Borker here from the Classic Dram, and we know whiskey can be a bit intimidating at first. But with the right guidance, it's a blast to explore. Let us put together an expert-certified whiskey event for your group, and we don't even have to be in the same room to do it. Regardless of your whiskey experience, we can organize and lead your group through a virtual whiskey tasting right in our very own Zoom online speakeasy. Now, these events are great for birthdays, anniversaries, or corporate get-togethers, or just celebrating time with friends. Now, a number of packages are available, and we can customize the experience just for you. Visit us today at theclassicdram.com or shoot us an email at info at theclassicdram.com. Let 2022 mark the start of your personal whiskey journey. And remember, come for the spirits and stay for the experience. Cheers, all. One. The following is a live copyrighted presentation. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time now for RadioLawTalk.com with your host, Frederick Penny, attorney at law. And now, RadioLawTalk.com. Welcome to Radio Law Talk. You are the true fans, our three. We love being here. We love talking about the law. We're going to talk about Pandora being sued by prominent comedians, Scott Peterson, uh, Peel, an 80-year-old lady, and what her plead is. Plea, not de, her plea is. And Venice Beach. We're going to talk about Venice Beach. Um, remember, we're just talking about general topics of law. We're not giving legal advice. Seek local counsel. Uh, if you think you're going to get a lot out of this this show, like you're, if you think you're going to be really intelligent at the end of the show, just just lower your expectations and know you're going to be entertained. We're going to talk about uh, a number of other things, but the most important thing we talk about, Cal, and, and I always lay out to you, and you want me to say it a different way. No. How do you want me to say it now? I, I, I just want you to say, now it's time for case or no case and point at me. That's all. Oh, now it's time for case or no case. Thank you, Denise. Now it's time Denise to play case or no case. Yay! That's a good way. Nicely done. Sister Mary Margaret was a school principal and a thief with a gambling addiction. Mary Margaret Kriper pleaded guilty to using church and school funds to pay for gambling trips to Las Vegas, Lake Tahoe, and to Temecula. That's right, Temecula, Nevada. <laughs> Despite taking a vow of poverty, the 80-year-old nun was sentenced for stealing, hang on to your habit here, stealing $800 thousand dollars to pay for personal and gambling expenses so mary margaret Quiffer of la was sentenced to a year and a day in prison after the guilty plea and uh, she entered that to fraud wire fraud one count of money laundering and she said i have sinned i have broken the law and i have no excuses so for 10 years starting in 2008 Cooper embezzled more money from the saint james catholic school um, enough to pay for, you know, hundreds of students, they say, over a period of time. So then when this was all done, there was a big discussion with the school. They got together with all, the, all of the parents, and they said this. No, wait a minute. Easy. <laughs> they had a big discussion with the school, and they said this. Uh, this. We want you to forgive the sister. And a kid stood up and said, yeah, well, my dad says she's nothing but just a common, ordinary thief. And Sister Margaret said, hold the phone. 
I have a gambling addiction. I am sick. Uh, you can't. So she went and contacted a lawyer and said, listen, these parents, this child through these parents are slandering me. And I don't like that. I've, I've confessed. I've, I'm paying my penance. So I'm going to ask, I think, Denise, it's your turn, isn't it? If this is a case or no case. So this is the case of, <laughs> of the nun who's going to sue the child and his parents for slander. Correct, because they said she's just a common, ordinary thief. And she said, wait a minute, I'm a former high school principal. I've done a lot of good things for these people here, and I had an addiction. I am sick. You can't just call me a common, ordinary thief. I'm a woman of God, after all, she says. I have sinned. Amen. So, you know, what's funny about this is we are talking about this case, but it's not a defamation or a slander case. Mm-hmm. It is a criminal case. Right, yeah. And she was guilty, found yep. guilty of it. And of she fessed up. She fessed up. Yeah. So if even if she went and sued the kid and his parents, truth is an absolute defense. So she would get nothing. This is just Cal making up a slander case because we've been talking about defamation and slander and putting in a little touch with our <laughs> nun that we're going to talk about this hour. Well, I thought, no it, case. I thought it was relevant because I knew it was on the agenda, but there was an element to this, what you guys had that was not in the story. So, Fred, what do you think? Case or no Well, case? you said Temecula, Nevada. It's Temecula, Temecula California. Yeah, Temecula, sorry. And by Temecula. the way, there is a casino in Temecula. There's yep. one. It's massive. Yep. It is not large it's massive and this is it's got to obviously be the indian casino right because yep. uh, in california i see what you did tribe. there fred a catholic yes. nun massive yes. casino yes. that was very good that was a huge <laughs> casino i had to look up the casino so i didn't look up this case but yeah. uh, this denise was right she nailed it this is not a case it is a scenario though um and probably a typical scenario but there's there's no way that uh, that this is a case and she is right that uh, there, uh, an absolute uh, defense is if it's the truth, and if she said, "Yeah, I'm I'm guilty," and the just because she says she's an addict and sick does not mean she's not guilty. So, mm, okay, no case, but pretty cool, pretty cool story, Cal. Uh, yeah, well, so a uh, Todd, common ordinary thief or a woman of God? What do you say? Why can't she be both? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that was her question. <laughs> I see. Wasn't that what uh, Jimmy? Swaggart said or something. Anyway, uh, he, he, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to I'm going to talk about this just from a timing standpoint and from uh, what her sentence was because we do know that in this case she got a year. Yep, she was sentenced to a year, which is very low for a federal sentence. And I'm telling you right now, if at the time of sentencing, which only occurred last week, if the judge got word that a defendant was seeking or even entertaining suing a victim or the family members, there is no way she'd only get one year federal prison. Well, she is 80. Doesn't matter. Okay. No way that would have happened. Because she, she got that year because of her penance. I have sinned. I have no excuse. I took a vow of poverty and, and whatever. She, she, if I have no excuse, I have no excuse. That includes me. It's not my fault. I'm a gambling addict, right? And that got her a year. She goes to sue somebody, that goes out the window. So for all of that, I say no case. All right. Well, to her credit, she understood the installment plan, $83,000 a year over over 10. You know, she spread it out. She had, she had, a, had a good system anyway. Yes. Okay. Tell us about it, Cal. What all right. Is the I'm just going to tell you it was, uh, it was not a case. Oh, and that's very good of you. Yeah. 
Uh, Krupfer took her medicine after a short term. She's now under careful supervision at a convent a long way away from Nevada. Said she, I apologize for the public scandal, the embarrassment, and the financial burden that I've placed on the sisters in my religious community, the Archdiocese of Los Angeles, St. James School, the parishioners, parents, and students who placed their trust in me. I was wrong. I have sinned, and I'm sorry. What did she do with that money as a nun? She gambled it away. She gambled it away. Oh, she also also had credit card bills and a lot of expenses related to her gambling trips, hotels, you know, stuff like that. But I'm saying, okay, a nurse... I mean, a nurse. I'm sorry, a nun. Yeah, she's on. She's all. You guys see her all of a sudden. Ever all the other nuns here? Uh, nun, nun Julie is out on the uh, the casino bus again, heading to the casino. I've never heard of nuns going to the casino and playing. I, I just what do they do? They wear their nun hats. Oh yeah, they, you got to wear your habit. Yeah, you have to wear the habit. Yeah. I I, I think you could make I, the argument that gambling goes in line with her vow of poverty because the house is set up to win. If you gamble enough, you're going to lose it all. So that's in line with her vow of poverty. Wouldn't I'm gambling, so? that's the yeah. best way to get rid of all my money. <laughs> I remember as a little kid, I used to always ask my neighbors, and I'm not a gambler. My parents never did the gambling thing, no. um, at least that I ever knew about. We, I don't ever remember as a family going there. And they would go every weekend to Reno. And I grew up in the Sacramento area. And I'm telling you right now, it was hilarious. As a kid, you don't know. You ask the wrong thing all the time. Did you win? And they always gave the same answer. Guess what? The same answer every time. Uh, no. No. Just the no, the, the answer was, I only played what I could. No, they said, oh, we broke even. They'd always say that. We broke even. Oh, the gambler's great lie. Yeah, yeah. We, we broke even. So, But uh, I, I don't know. They, they had a nice house. When we come back, we're going to talk more about uh, some very interesting Pandora lawsuit. Scott Peterson, an 80-year-old woman, just like uh, Cal talked about, and Venice Beach. We'll be back. All right. More Radio Law Talk is coming right up right here. So stay tuned as the broadcast continues. and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. The old way of living with diabetes is a pain. You've got to remember to do your testing, and you always need to be sticking your fingers. The new way to live your life with diabetes is with a continuous glucose monitor. You simply apply a discreet, easy-to-use sensor on your body, and it continuously monitors your glucose levels, helping you spend more time in range and freeing you from painful finger pricks. If you test your blood sugar at least four times per day and inject insulin at least three times per day or use an insulin pump and have private insurance, or Medicare, you might be eligible for a CGM with little or no cost to you. Call U.S. Medical Supply today for a free benefits check. We offer free shipping, 90-day supplies, and we bill Medicare or your insurance directly. Call now and say goodbye to finger pricks. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. 800-493-6112. That's 800-493-6112. 
Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, Again, that's 800-238-9182. If your loved one has passed away due to COVID-19, pay close attention to this message. You could be entitled to a death benefit of over $300,000. The U.S. government has set up a fund to pay families relief if they've lost a loved one due to COVID-19. We know this is a hard time for you, and this fund has been set up by the federal government to help ease your pain. The compensation includes a death benefit and lost wages benefit. Time is limited, so we urge you to make a free phone call right now. There's no cost to you for this claim. All legal fees are only covered once you receive your money. So if you've lost a loved one due to COVID-19, call the legal helpline right now to find out if you qualify for a cash award. Here's our number. 800-918-7092-800-918-7092-800-918-7092. That's 800-918-7092. Paid for by the IPG Law Group. When you were a little kid and you thought about what you wanted to be, Teaching was at the top of your list, but things changed. And as you got older, teaching didn't seem like the best option anymore. So you're thinking you'll be something else. But what would your 12-year-old self say? Now you want to be a doctor. You don't think teachers save lives? 25 at a time. An actress? Try playing a different role every time the bell rings. How about a scientist? Ever heard of physics? Chemistry? Who do you think teaches that? Teachers today are breaking down obstacles, finding innovative ways to instill old lessons, and taking learning far beyond the four walls of the classroom. It's time to recognize that great things are happening in teaching and put it back on your list. Don't try to convince yourself otherwise. You had it right the first time. Find out how you can make more at teach.org. Make more. Teach. Brought to you by Teach and the Ad Council. Radio Law Talk and RadioLawTalk.com. Are you serious? Email the show anytime you'd like. Info at RadioLawTalk.com. I-N-F-O. Info. Info at RadioLawTalk.com. There are areas of the laws where uh, individuals that are singers and songwriters get paid for their product. But it's a little different for comedians that um, are out there uh, doing great things and acts that Pandora and other, um, you know, what do you call those? Uh, 
online streaming services, streaming services yeah. are yeah. using. Yeah. And and there's a lawsuit being filed by the estate of Robin Williams and George Carlin, joined by Andrew Dice Clay, Bill uh, Engvall, and Ron White. And Bill is he's part of the the comedy tour, the the, the blue collar comedy, comedy tour. So, so is Ron White. Yeah, so is yeah. Ron White. Yeah. So these power people, and it's funny the two estates are suing, saying that they're not getting their fair share of money uh, from these uh, streaming companies. For their for their shows and, and the things they've put out, and why is there a difference, Todd? You were telling us the difference between the way it's laid out now and the way that um, um, uh, that it should be, or they're saying it should be. And then Denise, you have a interesting thing that you that was said uh, about this issue. Well, a, a couple of a couple of classes of works that fall under copyright protection. You've got literary works, books, and things like that, and then you've also got sound recordings that that fall under the copyright laws. Now, interestingly enough, in the United States, song lyrics by themselves are not necessarily deemed to be literary works, but they're usually covered because they are with sound recordings of the underlying song, and so you have that. So the question here is. Um, when you have a stand-up comedian who releases their special, you see him on Netflix, and then you get the audio version. I used to listen to Richard Pryor as a kid, you know, the little cassette tapes and sneak it. And, you know, other people were looking at things. I'm listening to Richard Pryor hoping my parents don't catch me. Um, but, you know, those were the sound recordings that you'd listen to. And, and the question here is... Well, is the is it spoken word? Does that fall under the non-copyright similar to lyrics, or does it fall under the literary work spoken word recordings? And I think the general consensus is that it falls under that latter category, which should be protected. Here's the problem. Pandora didn't have the licenses and admitted in a uh, in a filing with the Securities and Exchange Commission back in 2017, admitted that they didn't have the licenses for those spoken word recordings of comedians, and that they may face liability because of that, and that they may have to stop pushing those things out. This is back when Pandora and Sirius XM merged, right? And so the the question now is: Okay, you admit that back in 2017. Well, now the lawsuit's been filed to say, okay, you admitted five years ago that you didn't have the licenses. You kept running the stuff, and it should be covered under the copyright as a literary work, as a uh, uh, spoken word recording. Pony up. And nobody challenged him on it, and we filed lawsuit until recently because, let's face it, some small comedian – who you know is lucky to play the punchline and a couple of others? They, they they don't have the time and financial resources to really take on heavy hitters. But you get the estate of George Carlin, the estate of Robin Williams, Bill Ingvall, um, Ron White. Those just to name a few. Boy, if you threw in a couple of others, you get Bill Burr and uh, Jeff Foxworthy if they ever got on board with this. Now you got some pretty formidable individuals that would be filing to say, look, you you got a pony up because. You know, Pandora, you're making money on it. Hey, yeah, absolutely. You, you're making money on it, but you're not spreading the wealth, right? We should be. That's where the lawsuit is. Yeah, right. I mean, the most famous ever was George Carlin's um, use of a very uh, unique uh, curse word and how it's used and, and the inflection of it and how the meanings change. And I mean, what a creative piece of work. And it's, 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 
in my opinion, nobody else could have created that. He created it, and it was a genius. Yeah, and, go ahead. Go ahead and it's, it appears that these um, these ones that are suing, the comedians that are suing, are not really represented by rights organizations for comedians because what has happened recently is Spotify has completely covered comedians from their lineup like John Mulaney and Tiffany Haddish and and Kevin Hart because they have a rights organization that's going to go out there and push and work for them to get these licensing fees. There is a group, an organization out there that is currently for spoken word for comedians and, and what have you is trying to become basically the BMI and ASCAP for those and, and the name of the company is called Word Collections. And I'm looking at their website, and they're asking artists to sign up so that so that this one company can go out and champion the rights of those globally, and you know, including the United States, so that the proper royalties can be paid. And I don't take know a if taste for themselves, by the way. Yeah, I don't know if they're there yet, yeah. but that's what uh, they're trying for. So XM Sirius uh, XM bought um, Pandora, so they're they're together. But the lawsuit seeking $150,000, which is the the most you can ask in damages for each infringement. So just for an example, for Carlin, it's about $8.4 million he's suing for, his estate. And uh, for uh, Robin Williams, about $4.1 million. But you start adding up all the different comedians and comedians, uh, boy, that's going to start adding up. And the thing is, when it comes to music and you hear it on a streaming service, I think there's a higher instance of somebody that hears a song they haven't heard in a while, and then that, in, that wants them to go out and buy the iTunes so they can listen to it anytime they want, because songs are about you know, three, four minutes long. I think that doesn't happen nearly as much when somebody hears a comedian. Oh, yeah, I want to go out and buy this guy's work so I can now spend the next 45 minutes listening to it. it that that uh, here to buy call to action doesn't happen as much with comedians, so they need to be compensated. Scott Peterson, 80-year-old lady, tell you about her plea and Venice Beach. When will you come back? Stay tuned. This is Radio Law Talk, and there's more coming coming up right now, right here on your favorite local radio station and on radiolawtalk.com. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Commercials and other announcements aired on Radio Law Talk contain the opinions of the sponsor. The airing of said announcements on Radio Law Talk does not constitute an endorsement. The announcements may contain claims that are not intended to treat, diagnose, or cure any disease. These claims have not been evaluated by the FDA. Hey, listen up. Before the weather changes, get new windows in your home and save possibly hundreds on your energy bill. Call the window replacement hotline right now and take advantage of their special savings event. Get your leaky, drafty windows replaced with energy efficient, beautiful, virtually maintenance-free windows at this year's rock-bottom prices. Our prices are so low, we don't want to scare the competition. The only way to hear about our window savings is to call. Yes, you must call our special toll-free number for the best window replacement prices in town. Get your new windows, patio doors, and more from the window replacement hotline. Get ready for the change in weather. Save on your energy bills. Call right now for tremendous prices on new windows and beautify your home. 
Call the Window Replacement Hotline now. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. 800-710-3739. That's 800-710-3739. How is your car payment treating you? What if I told you you could make a free phone call right now and reduce your car payment by as much as $83 a month? Look at your car payment closely. You could be paying as high as 20% interest. Rate Genius can help you reduce your car payments by reducing your interest rate to as low as 2.48% APR. We can refinance most existing car loans or leased cars, new or used, and save you money every month. Put more money back in your pocket. The call is free to find out how low we can lower your car payment. Five minutes of your time right now could save you hundreds of dollars a year. Call Rate Genius now. 800-352-3308. 800-352-3308. That's 800-352-3308. Not all applicants qualify for a loan or rate savings. Actual offer terms, including APR, are determined at the time of your application based on creditworthiness, value of the vehicle, loan term, and other factors. Do you run a business and want to learn how you can get between 10,000 to 5 million? No fun. Oh, that's stone. Now, Radio Law Talk continues. Here's your host, Fred Penny. If you don't remember, there's an individual by the name of Scott Peterson sitting in prison uh, for the death of his wife, Lacey Peterson, and their unborn child. Uh, And we don't need to get into the details of that, but that's an interesting story if you ever want to watch it, how uh, she, you know, disappears and uh, shows up later. Uh, washed up on the beach, basically, right? And um, he's convicted, and uh, he's sitting in jail, and they've, this has been for a while now, and that the appeals process has gone through, and finding out now one juror did not supposedly disclose some uh, issues on the questionnaire where she basically may have denied having been a victim of a crime. And so they've, it's up on appeal on that issue. But there's some interesting back stories with this, the first of which is what the heck she's going to say, I'm not going to come up and testify or talk about this without pleading the fifth because if you're going to claim that I lied, I don't want to get in trouble. So the, the immunity, so the uh, Stanislaus County DA uh, basically announced that they are going to uh, – uh, give her immunity. I said, call Bill Cosby and make sure you do it the right way because <laughs> yeah. that happened to Bill Cosby. Uh, but there are so, there's one other interesting thing Todd was mentioning about uh, this issue was what? About yeah, her. yeah. I'm, I'm going to answer a question we had off the break and, and also begin my commentary here with one word, misery. That is um, what's going on with this case. So, yeah, she failed to disclose that she was uh, not only the victim of uh, – Domestic violence, domestic abuse. She was a victim while she was pregnant, which are very similar to the facts and circumstances of the Peterson case, right? And so uh, the failure to disclose, when you're a juror and you fill out the plea forms, it asks if you are a victim, if you've ever had anything close to this, and you fill those out under the penalty of perjury. And so that is where a juror could get in trouble if they if they didn't fill those out correctly. But one of the odd things, in addition to whether or not she should have sat as a juror and whether or not this is grounds for a mistrial to give Scott Peterson a new trial, the odd thing is that after the conviction in the years since, apparently this juror has been corresponding 
uh, corresponding might be a strong word. She's been writing, too. I don't know if he's ever been writing back. She's been writing letters to Scott Peterson, imploring him to confess his guilt and to admit the murder. Now, why, as a criminal defense attorney, why does that um, raise a red flag? Why is that of note to me? And it's this, well, wait a second. If you know that as a juror, you know that maybe you shouldn't have sat on that jury because you didn't tell people that you were a victim of that crime. And you don't want to be the one that undoes all of this because you failed to disclose. I could see why you would be encouraging to to admit his guilt so that your part in it wouldn't ultimately lead to overturning a conviction. So some backside covering, perhaps? Yes. Isn't she also the one that wrote a book or was writing a book about domestic violence? I don't know if she was or not. Okay. I don't know if that's But you know who's going to be watching this decision, right? Scott Peterson. (laughs) No, just Lane Maxwell. All right. Because this is kind of similar to what happened in her case with the the, uh, juror who, you know, wanted to seek the – uh, the guilt plea or the guilty finding because it would, you know, give all, a benefit to all victims, including himself. Vindicate them all. Yeah. Yes. It, it, exactly. And, and here's some things we have in that case that I don't know if it's the case here. And we'll see if she does testify because she's been given immunity if this comes out. In the Maxwell case, the juror not only said that this, this is a, a victory for all victims everywhere – The juror also said, look, we were hung up on some things, and I came forward with my own experiences about why people might not remember things or why there might be inconsistencies, and that helped the jury get over the hump, if you will. If that happened with this juror in the Peterson case, that the jury was hung or mixed up, and then she brings in her experiences as a victim, that is – uh, more fuel for the defense to get a, a retrial. Now, the only be careful what you wish for thing that I have with this case is, remember, Scott Peterson was convicted of murder and sentenced to death, right? And then because uh, a later court found that the some, uh, some, some, some misconduct or instructional error, what have you, uh, let they vacated the death penalty, and he was resentenced to life without the possibility of parole. Now, if Peterson is granted a retrial, I don't really see that there could be any impediment. If, if we're going to start from square one, I don't see why there would be an impediment to seeking the death penalty again, putting aside whether or not there's a moratorium on it in the state of California because there currently is. and I don't see why the impediment would be there because the reason it was overturned was because of incorrect jury instructions and maybe some uh, rulings of the judge during the underlying trial. Well, that would be negated if you get a new trial. Exactly. And I would say that maybe the death penalty is back on the table, it would have to be. It would uh, have if to be he's a determined. It would have to be a determination by the Stanislaus County District Attorney's Office. But I don't see anything in the rulings that would preclude that. In the event the current situation results in a new trial, so this juror may not have lied and technically have been a victim of domestic violence while she was pregnant, because in a lot of people's minds. Uh, domestic violence restraining orders are not criminal, even though they are, 
if it's not a criminal finding and the person that is the perpetrator does not necessarily do any time for a crime. It's just their their conduct is going to be restrained for some time into the future. So I can see a way where she maybe would not have to plead the fifth, but it obviously would be safer for her to do so. Absolutely. And I, and I think that she, I believe she has been granted immunity. Yes. So, and like Fred said, better get that in writing. Better get that in writing. Bill Cosby's over there going, better get that in writing because, uh, you know, you, you don't want one official. Remember, DAs are elected officials. You don't want one official agreeing to this. And then if there's a, an election that comes up and now there's a, a new DA in town, you don't want that new DA coming in saying, Ah, yeah, you know what? I don't want to honor that previous agreement. Yeah, that was the Jesse, other guy, Jesse Smollett, too. Didn't Jesse Smollett say? Didn't the the district attorney and Jesse Smollett case initially say that I'm conflicted, and then came back and said we're not going to bring charges against him? And then the new oh, that's right, district yeah. attorney brought charges. But yeah. that actually, no, that wasn't quite the case. Not a new DA; it was an underling, right? So what happened was in Jesse Smollett. The the DA said, I'm con- I have a conflict. I cannot right. I cannot go forward. However, the procedure in Chicago is if the DA has a conflict, the DA does not get to appoint their number one and have them. It has to go to the judge for the judge to appoint a special independent prosecutor. That's it. That's and that never happened. So she declared a conflict, but then you had the problem with the procedure. And so once the judge appointed the independent counsel, the way the law required them to do, it negated everything that happened after the DA said, I have a conflict. And I don't know under those circumstances if subsequent to, quote, I have a conflict, Smollett made any admissions or said anything that was later used against him in the trial. I don't believe there was, but yeah, a little bit different situation. He ate, he ate the sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he should have eaten the sandwich. So we already talked about the 80-year-old. That, uh, it's funny we were going to talk about this 80-year-old uh, lady that, uh, that pleads guilty, but that's the one you did on your case or no case. Yeah, this, this nun. Yeah, it's just such an interesting yeah. case to me Yeah, that she just get, she got caught up in this thing and somehow could not unwind herself. Right. You know, 85000 bucks a year in stolen money from a Catholic school, and it what, what was the tuition was like twenty fifteen twenty thousand dollars per child i mean that that's a lot of kids that didn't get to go to school yeah. because of what she did so i just wonder how many kids out there if this happened i don't know but i can't imagine a principal working for a decade or more not lecturing some kid who is walking down some path saying you know if you don't if you keep doing this you're gonna you're gonna become a criminal you're gonna you know some sort of you know, warning about the future, and I wonder how many kids like out. There, I wonder how life. many kids out there are going. Pot calling the kettle black, lady. Yeah. Good Hello. heavens! <laughs> We're going to come back and talk about Venice Beach, but the McDonald's patents that they're filing are very interesting. I don't even want to tell you about this because I want to run off and file some patents about this <laughs> myself before it gets out. Uh, but we're going to talk about that and the legal issues with patents uh, when we come back. Stay tuned. As Fred said, there's more Radio Lot Talk coming up, including the quick takes of all of our celebrities here, our panel. That's all coming up on Radio Lot Talk very soon. So stay right there because the show will continue after this.
advertising for legal services on Radio Law Talk is strictly for the state or states in which the advertiser is licensed. For more information, go to radiolawtalk.com. If you're one of those independent people who wants your own business and you love food service, we just might have a great opportunity for you. Iceberg Drive-Ins. Iceberg is famous for its thick shakes and delicious food. We lend you our supply chain and expertise, and you can potentially have a thriving, successful, fun business that your customers will love. Iceberg Drive-Ins has some prime areas available right now, so if you're interested, get in touch with us right away. Go to icebergdrivein.com and click on the Contact Us button. Iceberg Drive-In, ready to grow with you. Jason Ross back here with Fred Penny, managing attorney from Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers. Now, Fred, what type of cases are you dealing with now, and what sets you apart? Jason, we help people with all types of personal injury cases. We're former insurance company trial lawyers. We understand the other side, which gives us a distinct advantage over our competition. Remember, we don't get paid unless we win. That's Penny and Associates Injury Lawyers with locations throughout California. For a free consultation, go to pennylawyers.com or give them a call 1-800-616-4LAW. That's P-E-N-N-E-Y lawyers.com. This is Denise Dirks. We can represent clients in divorce, legal separation, child and spousal support, custody, termination of parental rights, step-parent adoptions, guardianships, and even conservatorship matters. Call 1-877-886-7186 for a consultation. The law offices of Denise L. Dirks provide family law services in Northern California. When the law affects your family, call 877-886-7186. The family of attorneys at Denise L. Dirks is here to help. I've got to get my car washed, this dirt, it just won't do. But I don't have no time today, I don't know what I do. And I know this place right down the road, quick, quack, car wash. Hop inside, let's take a ride and watch this cat and shine. Just come and see, I guarantee your ride will steal the show. Come on, quick, quack, car wash. Don't drive that dirty car. Quick, quack, car wash. They'll have you looking sharp. You love your dog. Is something bothering him or her and you can't figure out what it is? Maybe they seem slow or lethargic. And maybe they just don't have energy. Wouldn't you like your dog to be living their very best life? PetJoy offers a money-back guarantee on all of its products. If your dog won't eat it or you don't see the results you want, just let us know and we'll make it right. Totally risk-free. What do you have to lose? You can't buy PetJoy multivitamins in a store. The only way you can get them is through this unique radio offer. And if you call right now, learn how to get two bottles free with your order. Turn your dog's life around and make him or her a happy camper. Ain't that right, boy? He said call PetJoy right now. 800-711-9218-800-711-9218-800-711-9218. That's 800-711-9218. Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating system stopped running. I had to spend $3,000 to get a new one. Lisa, a customer, wrote, My heater stopped working. I got it fixed at no out-of-pocket cost. For about $1 a day, you can have all the major appliances and systems in your home guaranteed fixed or replaced with HSC's home warranty coverage. Call now, and the first month is free. 
If the lines are busy, please call back. Call now, 800-238-9182, 800-238-9182, Again, that's 800-238-9182. Stop whining. That is Armadillo. And this is Radio Law Talk. I love during the break, man, we really talk about a lot of fun stuff, and we, we talk about the homeless problem. I don't care what side of the political uh, uh, side you're on. There is a problem, especially in the West Coast, with homelessness and them basically taking over. I mean, I, I'm sorry, but I, 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 some things I just have to say, and it's getting out of control. Even the liberal cities like San Francisco are going, we've got a problem here. And I won't tell you who told me this one time, but uh, I was told one time as we were trying to work on, you know, getting a trial out in San Francisco, they're like, I don't know if you want to come down here. It's it's difficult even to walk through all the homeless people to get to the courthouse. Well, here's the problem. California gives them money. So they right. come from other states, other locations, because they get like $800 in, in, in yeah. you know, every month in, in aid and different types of aid. And so they don't get that in Texas. They don't get that in other states, so they're coming to California right. in particular. But there are other states do have problems, like New York, and right. you know, there's a lot. It's other worse problems. here, California. It's pretty it's bad. It's really bad. And right you go now. to some really nice areas. San Francisco's the beauty of it. It's just, it's devastating. And you look at the fr- on the side of the freeways, just just piles of garbage everywhere. And it's just, it just looks so bad. Now, Venice Beach, one of the most famous beaches in the United States, not just in California. Iconic. Yeah, iconic. iconic. Yes. And is famous for, like, Beach Boys. I mean, when you think of Venice Beach, I think of the Beach Boys and stuff like that. And it has turned into an absolute pigsty. And not just a pigsty, but an absolute uh, cesspool. You know, don't forget, they've got to go to the bathroom. They make a mess. And I, I know you're thinking, oh, you're talking about they. Well, the homeless, right? So they've got to do something about it. So what is going on there? Finally, the and, and uh, it's this this is the L.A. County. The city residents apparently have an association they put together, and now they're going to start bringing the lawsuits. Apparently, there's been unchecked fires. There's been fires that have been started, and homes have been caught fire near them because of the encampments. And it's an absolute disaster. You know, garbage, unsafe fires. You know, aesthetics, you know, encampments. And if you've been walking around. There's also crime. Crime, yeah. yeah. There's, you know, the the homeless population, it's kind of a tragedy because they're made up of vets. They're made up of mentally ill individuals. They're made up of, of addicts. And they're also made up of a certain amount of people that just don't want to follow the rules. And they don't want to be in a home. Well, And and we can't help them. And, And so... What happens is these different services come in, and they try to help them, and they bring services together to try to help and place them. And the ones that get placed, they do get help, but there's a certain population they don't want the help. And once that happens, those people have to be removed from the site. There's well, just no other it, thing it, it, to do. I have, I have personal uh, experience with this where I have helped a number of homeless that have been injured in accidents. How they injured accidents, they get hit while they're in the crosswalk or something like that. And and I, without telling details, and I won't go in details, such a long time ago, it doesn't matter, but I, I got a great verdict slash a settlement for a client that uh, was homeless most of his life. And he was a wonderful man. He was a really cool guy, sweet guy. 
And the amount of money I got from him was astronomical. And I was like, okay, let's put it in a trust. Let's do this. No. And I I even personally went out and bought a a trailer and put him in a trailer park. Didn't want to do it. He said, I want to be homeless. And he went and lived homeless. And he had... It just, I couldn't get him. And I even, he had plenty of money. He just didn't want Statistics to show one third voluntary homelessness. That's what I want. One third addicted and another third mentally ill. And then you factor veterans in there too. But the fact is those are about the numbers out there. Every time they do one of these snap in time homeless surveys and Los Angeles promised to spend a billion to help the homeless. And has that made the problem better? Not so far. No, it doesn't. And it, the Eugene Rescue Mission is exact. A, a, a very good way to look at it. They're such good-hearted people. They're trying to help homeless. And what happened is they got a big, huge benefactor who created this rescue mission. They have to test negative for alcohol and drugs. They have to work within the mission. And the people there have to actually take Christian classes. And so the people get there, and they get all these these handouts, if you will, but then they don't want to work. And the ones that get kicked out of them, they go and they live in the parks by University of Oregon. It's a disaster. Yep. It created a homeless problem when it was a smaller problem in the beginning. And they were trying they were trying to do what was right, but they just did it all wrong. They have good hearts. Don't yes. don't get me wrong, but it's you can't just slap money on it. It's not a solution. You can't have a big huge organizational approach to it. You got to go to the localities where the homeless are and deal with it in a small locality way. And right. individual caseworkers bigger yeah. problems. Individual caseworkers for individual cases. So there's a path out for those who want it. And then, exactly. you know, I mean, that's the thing. You right? put the services in, you help the people that want the services, you get that help, and then that percentage that does not want the service, they have to be removed. Yep. I mean, it's, I'm sorry, they just do. They can't be in these, uh, if, you know, it's not a life situation for, and, and, and in, in Auburn, just for an example, some of the people that helped to run that program have survived that program and come up. And so there's a lot of problems with the the only di- the only difficulty right I, the only difficulty I see with the you know a lot of difficulties but specifically with the idea of if they don't they have to be removed where I mean it, when we say the homeless have to be removed it, somebody in Venice Beach if they say well okay, we we want the homeless removed from here okay well if that were to happen right. if I could snap my fingers and that were to happen well that makes it no longer your problem in Venice Beach. But unless we do the, uh, you know, Marvel Cinematic Universe endgame, snap my finger and half the population disappears, unless that happens, these people are going to go somewhere, have to be placed somewhere. You can't incarcerate them for being homeless, and you shouldn't because it shouldn't be a crime. And so so all you're you're really doing with the removal, if, if, if you stop at that, what you're doing is kicking the can down the road. To, to make it somebody no, else's to make it somebody else's issue, but the the thing that hasn't come up is if somebody is removed from where do we place them? Where do we place them to help those that want help? Where do we place? Where do people go that just want to be homeless? Okay, here's the problem. That's the there's, issue. There's a case. That's the issue because there they have is, the yeah. pallet houses, the Boise versus whatever it is that right, settlement. Exactly. Yeah. That's where yeah. um, if, if they get to live in county lands, they get to live in the public lands. If we don't have a homeless shelter, they get to live in the public lands, and it's a bad circular problem because there's a group that won't live in those homeless and or the shelters, and they're They'll always be able to access and live on the public lands. Guess what? And All that's I gotta where say, it is. here's the reason. I know they have some mental issues, and there are. There, I I get it. 
There's a thing called war- workfare instead of welfare that that uh, church that I go to does. Yep. The best thing in the world. You work when you don't work, and you're trying to, and you're homeless. You're still going to work. I don't care if you're picking up garbage on the side, but if you're going to, if we're going to get some money from the government, it's workfare, not welfare. And by the way, oh well, he, he's they're disabled. Disabled person can do even boy. You should see disabled people, man. They do some wonderful things and great works, and um, it's just it gives them purpose in life. But that's another thing. And dignity, Fred. Dignity. Is and dignity. I just wanted yeah. to say, send them back to the state they come from. If they're really that's homeless true. and they don't belong in California, then send them back to the state where they come from and hook them up with services there. So you think benefit refugees should not be allowed? Is okay. That'd be but, hard. But if something. you send again, if you send them, let's say you send them back to the state they come from. Do you send them back with a prohibition that they can't come into the state of California? And what constitutional due process grounds do That's you base exactly that issue. decision yeah. on? You, you can't. You, yeah. you, you can't force them to go somewhere. They're free to travel the country. That's exactly right. You guys have just pointed out why this is an ongoing problem. That's because exactly. you stand back, throw money at it, it doesn't solve it. You stand back, throw social workers at it, it doesn't solve it. Yes. Say restrictions are going to change that. It just Cal, doesn't solve it. Let me it. tell you what's yeah. going to solve it is quick yeah. takes. That's what's well, that's a great point. Didn't quick, think about it, Fred. Here our we go. Quick takes. Yeah. Give me the quick take. All right, here Look, we go. Look, the 80-year-old lady that's uh, going uh, to one year in jail as a cute little nun, well, just throws out my grandma's old saying. When she was 90 and she did something wrong, she goes, I'm 90, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> just got a point. What's your final take, Mr. Cunin? Well, to piggyback on that, I can sum up her defense to the theft case in one word. None. <laughs> and I have a question for the guy who was complaining about Shakura and J-Lo's uh, halftime. Isn't Hellfire a figment of your own imagination and making? Ooh, we'll be back next week. I'm Fred. This is Todd, Denise, and Cal. Thanks for joining. You have been listening to RadioLawTalk.com, a copyrighted presentation of Radio Law Talk Incorporated. are home with their pets more often and I think now especially with the shedding they're more cognizant of what's going on and that it's an actual issue and Dynavite has helped tremendously in our house with that. I just heard the Dynavite commercial so many times I said you know what I'll I'll give it a shot and I ordered it and tried it and it worked. The Dynavite, the being at home, working with them, they all love it. Me and Chewy are together 24-7. Within three weeks he's not scratching and itching and he's an all-around happier dog. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. You've heard us talk about the luxurious Giza Dream sheets for my pillow. Well, now they're on sale 
60% off as low as $39.99. Lots of other overstock items and a free copy of Mike Lindell's book, What Are the Odds from Crack Addict to CEO, with any purchase. But you've got to use my promo code USA. Go to MyPillow.com, the radio listener square. Use my promo code USA or call one 800 951 8175 